is not. He's in a shower. Yo, not. Cause yo. you can't handle me. What? Yo, what yo. are you doing in here, man? I'm showering. Dude, we're meant to be recording. Man, what you should have been recording was those damn vocals in there. Did you feel the energy? Was that Anastasia? Absolutely. I'm out of love. Set me uh, free. Just, just hurry up. All right, all right. Get out of here. Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Housewarming, the one-stop shop for Sharehouse Goss. I'm Nat Demina. I'm Marty Smiley. That is not the official tagline of the show. Uh, this is a safe space for Sharehouse Horror Stories. We've opened up the door for a generation of renters to vent. Along the way, we're going to find out what you and your favourite people are like to live with. Hey. We've um, bloody reached the mm. second episode of the show. Two apps. Who would have thunk it? I know. We've followed through with one thing in our life. It's, it's not a one Calm down. Wonder. It's the second episode, all right? <laughs> There's still time left to rule. We're scheduled it. for 10. Can we make it? We'll find out. <laughs> Man, I'm still reeling about the bombshell you dropped on me last week about our landlord. That's right. He's related to a... Underworld. Okay, no, no, you don't, you, no, we can't, we say, can't it. say anymore. Well, he right. is. He's related to Underworld. We said it last episode. He's related to an Underworld crime figure. We never said he was one, not just for defamation reasons, but I'd like to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I've been looking for ways to get back at our landlord. Right. Because 2021 for me is all about embracing being petty. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm all about this year. I'm all about being petty. So and you, didn't, you learned nothing from 2020 then? Not that we need to come was, together, work as a team to achieve the global problems we face. That sounds boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm being petty, and this is a call out to all of our listeners out there. Embrace being petty 2021. Okay. Why? Where is this coming from? As I said, I've been looking for ways to get back at our landlord. Yeah. And I was searching for inspiration yeah. online. And I just happened to be on reddit.com. Oh, did you? <laughs> okay. And uh, I stumbled across this story shared by Cassidy. She says that she has never seen her housemate ever buy toilet paper, oil, spices, just any communal items that are shared amongst the house. Oh, that sucks. This one housemate has never. That, that's a taker. That's a leech. We've got a taker. It's that's a leech. A leech. Right? One day, Cassidy happens to catch her housemate coming out of the bathroom mm. with a loo roll. Right. Turns out this Toilet housemate paper. has been buying these things, but just been storing them in her room. Oh, man. Which is petty enough As in, in itself. uses it, then leaves the, like the remaining toilet paper, takes it back to her room. Back into the room, comes what, back what, out what's again. The it's, it's a dollar a roll, 80 cents a roll or something. That's just as petty as it gets. Okay. Well, as revenge, Cassidy has taken the one thing that she owns in the house, right. the microwave, <laughs> and put that in her room. <laughs> Far more important household <laughs> item. So she's trying to out-petty her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, loo roll runs out. Microwave doesn't run out. 
Like, and you always need it. Exactly. I think that's genius. You're getting inspired by this random Reddit username, Cassidy. Yeah. Because you're like, going to take that energy. Because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? By definition, being petty means that you have a reason right. for that pettiness. Someone <laughs> has wronged you and you have decided to exact revenge. <laughs> this is not uncalled for. Isn't that the purpose of our podcast? That our last landlord wanted us out so he could move back into his house. And so as a petty move, as an act of spite and revenge, we started a podcast series. <laughs> yes, but that's the... <laughs> <laughs> Forget that. Forget that, all right? This is that's old shit, all right. <laughs> this is new that's shit. One episode ago, <laughs> this is new shit. All right, all right? so I've, I've, I've I racked my that. brain. I yep. racked my brain. I was looking for ways, and I think I may have found one. All to right? get back at our to landlord. get back at our landlord. Okay, I'm gonna get termites from the dark web and release them into our house, the house we live in, the house we live in, right? And just let them go to town. <laughs> And just tank the value of the property. Because you can't, like, if termites just appear out of nowhere, you can't put the blame on us. Like, oh, sorry, there were termites. Well, like, well, yeah. Like, they tried where, tra- they, where they come from? Yeah, like, they try trace back to, you know. We they put look, them in. They, yeah. look, they, look, they look through my bank details, my purchases. I'm never going to find it. Because it's encrypted, on the dark web, right? Encrypted, bought with I Bitcoin. I don't think they would have done that anyway, but I'd love to think, I'd love to think that that would happen. You never know. Um, okay, so your petty revenge move is to put termites in our own home. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do when that's happening? How long does it take them to How eat l- through? Have you researched this? Not really, but my rough estimation, which has <laughs> been off <laughs> a lot... <laughs> i.e. that chest of drawers I bought that is far too large for my room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I imagine it would take maybe like nine months or so before the wood this starts to rot. This is just a rot. stab in the dark. That <laughs> it's was. a stab in the dark. <laughs> Look, I like the plan, Nat. Um, I'd almost support you on it. You know, I support you in a lot of things. Yeah, um, right. But That's Marty. Almost. There's a gap in this plan, a gaping hole. Um there's just there's something that will make it not work, All which right. is here we go. What is it? Go on. This house is not made of wood. What? It's <laughs> made of it's a brick house. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's wood. We've got floorboards. Okay, well, we you have wanna, floorboards upstairs. Upstairs, so you just want to pull it in the in the floors. Yeah, just where there is wood, we'll put the termites <laughs> there. I don't want to fuck up the entire house. I just want to inconvenience him. You want to make it structurally unsound. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so it's petty. That's what I'm about. Twenty twenty one. Be petty. All right. Your housemate eats your frozen yogurt. Put All their right. tobacco in a pocket in their dirty laundry. Enough of this pettiness. I think our guest is supposed to be oh, here. Oh shit. Yeah. All right. Who's <laughs> so on? Our guest today is comedian and writer Becky Lucas. Uh you may have seen her on Just for Laugh Sydney, the Melbourne Comedy Festival Gala, or her segments on At Home Alone Together on ABC. For Becky, as a stand-up comic, um, Mm. I'd imagine that she probably doesn't have any time to settle anywhere. She's on the road a lot, um, which, you know, for the purpose of this podcast, makes her the type that's probably like a transient housemate, you know, a non-contributor, and one of the worst of all, non-confrontational. Oh, yeah. Have I I got my finger on the pulse Oh, yeah. She has a debilitating (laughs) fear of confrontation. Like, she just can't do it. And it's definitely led her to some 
sticky situations. Okay. We've got her on on this episode to find out what those situations have been and how she manages disputes when she's too afraid to bring them up. Is that her now? Oh, yeah. I'll get the door. Hello. I thought I was going to be on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Your makeup looks so nice. Thanks. Wow, right, okay. Yeah. Makes so much more sense now. I thought there was going to be a video component. Right, okay. But yeah. um, this is actually better for this me. This is complete audio, cool. yeah. Okay, cool. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah. I brought you some. Um, I feel every house needs a copy of Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. I've never heard of this, but I'm this, very excited. This will get you. Else. Yeah, this will get you a lot of um, like depressed pussy. Oh, that's you know, the like, best kind. Yeah, a lot of Newtown chicks who are, <laughs> you know, keeping it weird. Keep yeah, yeah, Newtown yeah, weird, yeah. by the way. Dirty hot. <laughs> Dirty hot's <laughs> in. Yeah, this is also. Um, she lived with a bunch of people and tried to hang herself. Great. So I thought that might be good for the podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Becky Lucas. Hey, guys. Woo! Glad to have you on, Becky. How you been going? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, actually. Yeah, everything's, nice. everything's good. Everything's mm-hmm. technically fine. Great. So, yeah, no great. complaints here. Cool, yeah. Except, you know, <laughs> coronavirus. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you living at the moment? You're down by the coast. You enjoying um, your time there? I am. It's really fun. It's um, living... At Kuji, which is where I live, is different to where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, just the people are very different. I mean, both people are bad, but in different ways. <laughs> like I've got this T-shirt. I bought it as a joke, and it says, "Give me my morning coffee, and no one gets hurt." It's like I'm making fun of people who would wear that shirt. Yeah, I'm with stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, I don't need Google. I've got my wife. <laughs> Stuff like that. A class. Lost yeah, a wife. Classic. If found, please do not return. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just funny shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, if I wear it around like this area, like in a west or, or whatever, mm. it's like gets a kind of a, a knowing smile yeah. from people. They know it's a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. In the east, women just laugh at it. <laughs> they're like, "Oh my god, that's so true." That's, <laughs> they're like, "That's me. That's me." It's like so weird that this t-shirt holds cultural meaning, but um, I like I like the basicness of it. Like, you know, no one there is doing anything ironically. Yeah, you know, yeah, like no yeah, one's going yeah. to the gym ironically or whatever. <laughs> like, you, you, like no one's going to the beach or like getting their lips done. It's just like, yeah, this is who I am. Yeah, it's kind of you're, you're, you know, you're sort of a stone's throw away from Bondi Beach, mm-hmm. an iconic beach here in Australia, and at this time of year, mm-hmm. a lot of people are thinking about nesting. Yeah. You know, how am I going to create the space mm-hmm. that I want to have for yeah. 2021? 2020 was a really tough year. Yeah. So I want to have all the elements in my room that really nurture joy. Mm-hmm. Is that where you've been at? Yeah, there's a lot of plants. Yeah. A um, lot of looking at $400 pillows thinking, should I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, how have you nested? Are you a nesting type? I didn't think I was, but I have started to be like, because I never used to be. Like I used to not have any stuff. Mm. Uh, and now I buy candles and different bits and bobs and buy flowers and va- like I'm obsessed with vases and things like that now, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. I used to be very uh, like almost a minimalist, I would say. Like mm. I could move my whole life across state borders, which I have done yeah, like, multiple yeah. times before. It, during coronavirus as well. <laughs> <laughs> no stitches <laughs> on this podcast allowed. Um, but the stuff I do keep is just that I keep the worst, dumbest shit that has no meaning whatsoever. Like a receipt. 
No, not not even receipts. <laughs> I, I think you do need to oh, yeah, tax. Yeah. That's why having tax, <laughs> tax They're not like a memento. Unless <laughs> it was like, I went to Maggie's, I bought $100 worth of stuff. <laughs> no, I just feel like I've got this mini basketball ring that I've attached to my door. A mini bus what? Basketball ring. Oh, mini basketball ring. Hang oh, yeah. it on your door and you just, and I've traveled across the three states that's gone with right. me. Just to so. let everyone know, like, hey, I'm a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love basketball. <laughs> At the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> Do not cross this threshold if you're not willing. <laughs> That's cool. I've always wanted one of those. Like it seems like such a t- like he never from uses a movie. it. He, I've of never course. seen him shoot the ceiling in the is too close <laughs> to the doorway, so you can't get a good arc yeah. on the shot. So I need a new house. It's a, it's a it's an object for a teenager. It is. It's childish that he's been unable to let go of. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't have those things? No, not really. Like, not, not a hoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my parents were divorced, so it was like always had a bag yeah. packed. It was like, get ready, we're going now. And my Splitting mom, the weekends and the weekdays. Yes. Yeah. And my mum also, like, had a lot of boyfriends. She'd be like, we're moving to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I've met a bass player at a music festival. Come on. We're getting you out of that school and we're going to re-enroll you in this one. So get in, get bitch. Shit, yeah, and don't worry that. about your school awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't be needing Forget that them. in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why, like, I've got, like, a very, like, okay, got to go. Like, always ready. Very, um, yeah, it's very... Feels like immigrant style. <laughs> Just like put your shit in a bag and let's go. Yeah, refugee <laughs> camp. That visa could come yeah, at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like because I've got that background, like Russian immigrants, and um, my mum's parent dad was like a one pound pom, and my actual actually my grandma was Aboriginal, so I feel like they're all like, let's go, let's get out of here. Like every time I move, I'm just so ruthless. Like, oh, you're a ruth, you're a yeah. color. Yeah, I can cull so easily. Because I don't like, I lose shit all the time. I'm hopeless. If I buy, if I buy any item of clothing, I'm like, I wonder how long I'll have this for. Mm. Right. Like I'm never like, this is mine forever. Yeah. Well, you're currently surrounded by my clothes, so you can see that. I mean, we use it as a kind of padding for the sound in our room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need me to come in here and cull. I can see a few things that would be immediately on the pile. My worst fear is being seen on television wearing the same thing twice. Really? Yeah. It's one of. (laughs) I have other fears. I mean, you're on SBS. I think you're right. (laughs) Your biggest fear should be being seen at all on TV. (laughs) It's a small cohort. I know they care about what I wear. (laughs) Um, but I do, I find it really tough to get rid of things. Like I have right. like a fourth ribbon oh. from a, from like an athletic event. You came fourth. I came, yeah. Oh my God. And, were, you, and were your parents like proud of you for that? Like, to be honest, no. no like I didn't okay. really have those kind of parents who were like, hey, fourth is still a place. Yeah. My dad was like. I didn't know these existed. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, did you yeah. bring this home? <laughs> <laughs> so you keep it as a reminder to do better. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I keep it. I just have it in like a manila right. folder of some sort with other things and it's just somewhere in my room. Like I've got mm. a lot of things. Yeah. I My mum tried to, because I had a few little things and I was like, you know, when I was moving from Brisbane to Sydney, I was like, maybe I'd like to keep some of this stuff like, um, and I, so mum came and got stuff and I gave it to her. And then a, f- a year or two ago, she's like, oh, yeah, it all went mouldy under the house. Sorry. So that's like, so it's like I tried to do it and it's still oh. like, <laughs> you know, it was all like I'd kept a diary when I went traveling and stuff. It's all gone. Your memories are mouldy. Yeah. 
They're mouldy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's, that's probably for the best. It's embarrassing. Nice. I think, I don't know, I'm just, I think I'm always embarrassed of who I was last week. Okay. Like each week, I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. that's so yeah. lame. Like, so I'm happy to shed my past. Constantly, constantly yeah. evolving. Yeah, always yeah. growing. You live with your current boyfriend mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And it's. Who is oh, my just... most annoying housemate I've ever had. He's so annoying. Just quickly. Last, in, last night, he, he's, he's like, I haven't been sleeping well. Gets into bed at 10.30 p.m. with a toffee apple. <laughs> eats an entire toffee apple. And then this morning is like, I didn't get to sleep till 4. AM. I'm like, Can't yeah, because you why. had 20 <laughs> tablespoons of sugar before bed, you absolute I don't think I've breed. eaten a toffee apple since I was seven. Yeah, like because <laughs> they t- turn kids psycho. It was outright yeah. anyway. Annoying. Yeah, so you that's someone you're close with. Yeah. But when you're living with strangers and, you know, people you're sharing a space with, you mm-hmm. do lose a lot of self, like, control, yeah. especially if you're a control freak and you're watching other people yes. orchestrate their life and you're like, why are you doing this? Nat has a real issue with non-confrontation. Okay. Like last week we had some, like some, a consistent issue in this house has been dishes being left in the sink. Right. And there's one person that we know is doing it. Okay. Right? And Do they, will Nat they be listening refu- to Nat's in the podcast? kitchen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can work it out. Um, but Nat uses the kitchen a lot mm. and – he, and that must be kind of annoying too. That's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's very and annoying. And overcooker is so annoying. Like every morning they're up preparing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in like, the kitchen. He's making something up. Yeah, dishes um, three times a day. The dishes are always there. You can hear him, you know, he walks into the kitchen in the morning and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, it's here again. And um, But then it came to a head this week mm. when we just saw a bin bag full Outside of the bin, just left next to it. It was left next oh. to the bin and like no new bag had been put in the bin to signify like more rubbish had been thrown out. Yeah. Someone had seen it and realised that the bin needed to be changed. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't want to put the effort to take oh, it the out. The old half and job. outside. Or put a new liner in. I know. Yeah. I hate that. Matt blew his top. He was just like, I was nah, so that's livid. It. And that's it. Instead of bringing it up with this person who he knew it was Uh-oh. based on house movements. Yeah. Uh, he just did a general group message. Just a public <laughs> sense announcement, you know. Hey, guys, just so you know. Uh, hey, guys the is the most <laughs> um, aggressive thing you can say. <laughs> hey, guys oh. is worse than fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I just like, I just always think about it as like, what takes longer? Me fixing the problem that I'm facing mm. or me building up the courage to say something? <laughs> I know. and That's quite the equation. It's scary because you, know you build yourself up and you're like, I am confident. I think I'm right. I'm definitely right. And then you send the message and you're like, oh, no. Because yeah. I'm like, you don't know what's happening on your side as well. Like, yeah. what, or you, if, what if it's the thing that just tips them over the edge? Totally. Or the worst thing is they get upset and then you then have to do more work by being like, it's fine. It's yeah, honestly yeah, fine. Exactly. So it's, so it's like you're like, in for it either way. Yeah. How do you go with situations like that? Are you the type to actually confront the issue and go, hey, listen, bin goes in bag or bag goes in bin? No, I'll just do it loudly. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like, oh, where are the bin liners? Um, Like, yeah, I'll be passive aggressive and bitch about it to other people. Like, I won't say anything to your face. I'll go behind your back. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you're (laughs) also... Yeah. Non confronting, but like, what are you gonna say? Like, hey, like, head popping through, like, hey, um, <laughs> when you do the bin, like, it's because they probably already know it, they just got distracted, yeah, 
and See, I it's can annoying. Hear you making like reasons as yeah. to why they're going ahead and living you know, like, their life. Yeah, like because I've done it before. Like you get distracted, and then when someone's like, "Hey," you're like, "Fuck, I know." So you get yeah. frustrated because you're like, "I know," and I, and then you feel bad, so you lash out. And I'm like, I just can't deal with a lash out. <laughs> but it does seem like so crazy to me to not just finish the task. It consumes your waking mm. moment where you're just mm. like constantly coming up with arguments in your bedroom, just like. Like I, and and you're trying to have reasonable conversations with them in your head and with other people and trying to like put your case forward and it's like you can't think about anything else and yeah. then everything they do is annoying like the way they enter the house is annoying the way they breathe like yeah. everything like it's just so fucking annoying because of these few things that could be fixed mm. but yeah I don't like to confront I'd rather just mm. seethe I'll seethe Seeing for the rest it, of my yeah. life probably has that ever come back to bite you where you've left something fester for too long well one time I was living actually with a comedian you guys know Tom Cashman Mm -hmm. and we lived with a bunch of um it's kind of scary like he probably he's the sort of person who will listen to this podcast um so we lived with a guy really nice guy but he was a part of a a world of um ultimate frisbee players okay (laughs) and that's quite the world yeah and they were like really into it you know like went overseas to play were in big like whoa tournaments and stuff had big like frisbee parties at home and stuff Anyway, the guy. <laughs> I just got a picture yeah. of Ultimate Frisbee, but in a backyard, so you can't throw it very far. Yeah. yeah. What's no, Ultimate they... Frisbee look like during COVID? Have they got a bubble? They're doing rack off the Frisbee. <laughs> Seriously, like they'd go play Things and then they'd changed, come home man. and there'd be Frisbees everywhere and they'd just be watching TV. Like it was just like they, it was bizarre. And they were hooked up with each other and shit. Like it's super sexy. Anyway, one of the guys was gay and he had a boyfriend who was also gay and they used to have, (laughs) so they were really like jockey, jockey guys, like super sporty and stuff. So very physical. Mm -hmm. And they used to have intense, loud sex Mm. that was like, it, it, it sounded like men just running up and down and like tackling each other. And it sounded like ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, it did. It sounded like they were having a, Frisbee game. It was psycho and it was you'd, you'd be lying, like I'd be lying there and it'd be hours, hours of like just two fully grown men just throwing each other to the ground and like grunting and the which is fine but the yeah. worst thing is they'd leave their door open. So, so you couldn't go to the toilet unless you – because you have to pass their room yeah. to get to the toilet and it's like you don't want to see – was it was it a inviting voyeurism or was it more it's really hot in here? Possibly the hot, possibly like I don't know, like two men just not caring. Like I fe- and it felt very um rude because I'm like, I know you guys are, like I don't wanna put you back in a closet. <laughs> I don't wanna close the door. Should've close on the door you. on this one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't wanna out, make of, you out of mind. Out of sight. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because you'd be like busting to go to the toilet and you just couldn't for hours because you'd be having sex. You're saying you never said anything? No. Okay. No. I like went, I'd go to a cafe to shit. <laughs> I'm like, they're, they're busy. They're, it's fine. I, um... I think that's something that you probably should have yeah. raised. I mean, that could even just be a group chat thing. Hey, guys, friendly reminder mm. during <laughs> yeah. sexy time. Yeah. Close the um, door. Close the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, But I'd got, them back because I voted no for gay marriage. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, sucked in, guys. They, they intercepted your letter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's nothing. I'm not writing anything. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh... Yes, but so that was something that just went on and on and on. And, like, Tom and I would be texting each other and Tom's like, they're still going. And I'm like, okay, like, Tom's like, yeah, I can't. I saw – I, I accidentally walked past. I saw it all. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, right. And because, uh, like I was saying, it's usually when the sex ends when, like, the guy comes. Yep. But this was, like – one of the guys would come and you'd be like, oh, thank God. And it's like, no, 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 that's not the end of it. Like, because the other one. That's how it works. Yeah, There's he was another. gearing up. Yeah. So it's like two guys need to come in order for it to be over. You really know this in depth. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I got to know it well. I'm like, <laughs> how long were you suck in job, house? suck job, flip round. <laughs> chase, 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 more sucking. Chase, 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 lick, 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 lick. Throw it to me. The frisbee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how long were you there? Not that long. Okay. Yeah, probably six months. Okay. Um, the Frisbee invaded my life. Like, you know, it was happening around me. They'd always be talking about it. There'd be, t- like, tournament you parties. didn't want to dabble? Didn't want to dabble, no. They didn't make it look fun. They had, like, wrist guards and shit. Like, it was. <laughs> and then one day I walked in and there was just a Frisbee on my floor. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the final Yeah, show. yeah. Just, oh, right. It had passed the threshold into my room. I had to leave. I see. Yeah. Not the open door fucking. No, no, the that frisbee was fine. that made it into your <laughs> the room. The open door fucking made me feel cosmopolitan. Okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in Sydney, my roommates are gay, I'm 25. <laughs> I felt, you know, a part of it. Has anyone ever walked in on you doing something? Yeah. It was sort of when I was living with my boyfriend in Brisbane. I had gone um, to get chips from mm. the store. Okay. And I had my backpack on. And then I got home and we were just chatting. And then the sex began and I didn't take the backpack off because I, I don't <laughs> I know, swept up, I was swept up and it was also like, <laughs> this is quite embarrassing, but I was in the middle of eating a paddle pop cyclone as well. <laughs> so, this, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is a real Brisbane fantasy yeah. going on right here. It was a hot summer's day <laughs> at a paddle pop cyclone and then the sex began. You can probably imagine what position <laughs> in order to keep my hands free. <laughs> The backpack was on and then – and I'm just like looking at the door, eating the – just, just, just copying it. <laughs> and then his roommate just walked in on, yeah, me and the ice block. I was like, oh, sorry, 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 and ran – we like ran into different parts of the home and then it was so awful and didn't really know what to do and we're like, oh, let's just go back out and whatever, like hours later. Yeah. And then we were making – um dinner and he came in and he's like oh like he was really nice about it he was like it's fine like it's being um, non-confrontational yeah he's like look sorry he's like (laughs) hey guys we've all been there like it's so fine group chat yeah Um, hey guys guys. whoever was in yeah (laughs) 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 but he was like why the backpack (laughs) yeah a valid question yeah Yeah. so what did you say said he makes me do it (laughs) He's a fucking freak. (laughs) Anyway. Well, Becky, we asked our listeners in the housewarming Facebook group, what is something you walked in on your housemate doing? And I believe listener Rohan has a story for us. Hey, how's it going? Rohan, what have you walked in on your housemate doing? Probably the most memorable thing I walked in on my housemate doing was uh, I went to use the toilet. And then I saw my housemate at the time dumping an old rice cooker's worth of old rice into the toilet. So stale rice. 
Yeah, stale rice. Cooked or putting it straight in the toilet. Yeah, it had been cooked and then it had gone off. <laughs> and then I said, "Why are you doing that?" Which I think is a fairly reasonable question. He'd go, "Huh?" And then he'd just answer <laughs> the question anyway. But I think he would use the one second of "huh" to try and think up a better answer. So I say to him, "Dumping rice in the toilet," and he goes, "Huh?" And then he goes, "All oh, the bins full." <laughs> Just like, right, so you just like take it out. And he's like, yeah, but now the rice is already half in the toilet, which I couldn't really argue with. It's it's like fair because if he'd eaten it, it would have gone in the toilet. So it's like he's just taking out one step of the equation. You know, I think you've already put more thought into it than he did. (laughs) And what happened after that? First of all, we tried flushing it and the rice didn't go through. Well, the water was going through around the rice. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was like, God damn it, dude. Like, I badly need to take a shit. And he was like, well, just give me, like, 20 minutes and I'll, like, get rid of the rice. And I was like, I don't have 20 minutes. We're just going to have to chance this. So I did a poo on the rice. Oh, my God. He still maintains was the real mistake made that day. So my <laughs> argument is. My argument Did is it help like, it flush? What do you think? <laughs> it didn't go through. But I would have thought the poo would flush. guide the rice down. Like, it's this way, guys. <laughs> I, I've, I've done this a million times. Yeah. Well, I thought at least that, like, the poo would maybe be running enough to just slide past the rice and <laughs> go down, the like, water. the pipe. Yeah, not the case. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. no, that didn't really happen. It was like all kind of clogged in there in a big sort of, I guess, like a stew. Like a, yeah, I was going to say, it'd be looking like a curry at this it's point. It's a rice and poo stew. <laughs> yeah. I feel sick. Yeah, it had returned to its natural state. And then uh, uh. <laughs> he, uh, at this point, he refused to clean the rice out of the toilet because now there was poo in there. <laughs> so oh, that's a good I, get out of yeah. jail card. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to like touch it physically. So what I thought was like, the reason the rice isn't going through is because it's stale and hard. So maybe if I can somehow cook the rice back no. to a softer sort of state, it would be able to then just kind of glog its way through. Oh, I just want to die. Like, So <laughs> I boiled like the kettle. Maybe I'll just take it all out. No. <laughs> First I boiled the kettle and poured that into the toilet. <laughs> and instead of cooking the rice, it just kind of cooked the poo. <laughs> And then it kind of just made the whole house smell like hot poo, cooked poo. I guess, yeah. This could well be a traditional dish somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Hot exit. <laughs> and then the situation was just kind of dire enough that I just rolled up my sleeve, got a no. wooden spoon, and no. just kind of mashed it all through. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks very much for for your story, Rohan. It's disgusting. Wow, that was revolting. Oh. <laughs> but hey, if you've got stories similar or maybe not as stomach churning, you can hop onto our Facebook group, Housewarming Podcast. Just request to join. We'll let you in. Uh, you can also hop on our Insta at Housewarming Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Housewarming Pot. And as this is the first season, please give us a review. They're good. They actually help. And thank you very much for Becky for joining us uh, for today's episode. Thank you, guys. Until next time. Peace.
finally, big thanks to our hardworking producer, Jess Smalley. She mixed, mastered, and produced this episode. And a massive thank you to our boy, Paolo, for helping us out with the theme music. Oh, it's 11-11, guys. Make a wish. I wish all housemates would die. <laughs>